Hey guys, so I, I, got a, I got a comment on one of my videos um, from a dear brother in Christ whom I love so much. And he, he commented around a, a very peculiar verse in Colossians 2.16 that, that really seems to be indicating that we, we shouldn't worry about feast days, Sabbaths, or, or meat or drink or any of those things at all. God doesn't care about what we eat. God doesn't care about any of that stuff. And God has changed that. And now we don't shouldn't let anyone judge us on that. And so let's see what that instruction is about. And what did Paul really mean around this? Did he mean that or did he maybe mean something else? So once again, this issue stems from reading out of context. And so as I've said a lot of times before, when we look at something in isolation, it's going to say something and we can easily feed our pre um, meditated ideas into it. We can start assuming a lot of things that the writer is saying of the Bible, like Paul, especially Paul, because Paul speaks in ways which are hard to understand, such as said by Peter. And so it's so important, especially with Paul, to take all his writings and really look at never read a verse out of context, but always read from the first to the last verse to under, clearly understand what he's saying. The first, I'm going to quote the verse that my brother quoted in the original, the, the exact translation that he quoted it. And then we're going to see what it says. Therefore, let no one sit in judgment on you in matters of food and drink or with regard to a feast day or a new moon or a Sabbath. Such things are only a shadow of things to come and they have only a symbolic value but the reality the substance the solid fact of what is foreshadowed the body of it belongs to Christ so I mean when we look at it it really seems like Paul is like just clearly point blank saying hey you know what it's what it, what it seems to be saying that we don't 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 judge me I'm not going to keep the Sabbath I'm not going to keep a feast day don't judge me that's what it seems like he's saying but, but let's look at the context when we read earlier then in, in chapter Colossians 2 verse 8 we read see to it then that no one makes a prey of you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men according to the elementary matters of the world and not according to Messiah. So in verse 8, we clearly already see that this is Paul is setting up the scene. He's setting up the story and he's saying, so what I'm about to tell you is about the following. It's about philosophy, empty deceit, elementary principles of the world, things about the world, not the things of God. He's not talking about the things of God here. He's saying, I'm talking about the things of man. I'm talking about things not in the word of God. And then he goes on talking about Jesus saying in verse 14, having blotted out that which was written by hand against us by the dogmas which stood against us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the stake. Verse 16, let no one therefore judge you in eating or in drinking or respect of a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath, which are a shadow of what is to come, but the body of the Messiah. So first, I need to point out something very important. In the original translation that my brother quoted, there's an extra line added. And it says, such things are only a shadow of things to come and they have only a symbolic value. We need to understand that part of it's only a, of a symbolic value and nothing more. That's not in our Bibles, guys. It's not in there. That's been added by translators. And so I stress that we need to check our translations. We need to watch out how, what, what translations we use because it makes it so much harder to understand the word. 
So please look at my, my, my video on which Bibles to use because it's so important. And so we need to understand when the, when the Father says in, in Colossians 2 verse 17 that these things are a shadow of what is to come. We need to understand that that does not nullify or take away from what they are. Because yes, the feast days are a shadow of what is to come. They are they are they point to Messiah. When you look at a shadow, you look the 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 the, the, the thing the image costs a shadow and you look at the shadow and you see the image and they're internet connected you cannot remove the shadow from a person if if you remove my shadow from me i don't exist anymore so we need to understand that a shadow doesn't mean it's merely symbolic a shadow means that it's pointing to messiah and so when we understand the feast days and they're properly we would know that the feast days aren't even all fulfilled yet the feast of trumpets hasn't even fulfilled fulfilled yet the feast of sukkot hasn't even fulfilled yet which points to the marriage supper of the lamb it's a wedding rehearsal for the wedding date of our messiah just as an example we see now that that as a shadow points to messiah it enlightens us on him teaches us on him and it doesn't take away from him and we should not take the shadow away because the shadow has been given to us by the father to teach us about the image it is pointing to colossians 2 verse 20 if then you died with messiah from the elementary matters of the world why as a living in the world do you subject yourself to dogmas do not taste do not do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which are all to perish with use according to the commandments and teachings of men. And so we see that in the beginning and after this, this verse in Colossians, we see that Paul is continuously referring to the commandments and teachings of men. He is not talking about the instructions of the Father. And even if we, this is this is going to become much more interesting when we actually look at Colossians, because Colossia was in southwest Turkey, southwest Turkey. That's about 800 miles from Jerusalem, guys. That's the, over there. That's a pagan nation. So it makes sense that Paul here is addressing them and he's saying, okay, you, you guys are in this world and this world is full of these paganism, all of this principles, empty philosophy and deceit, all these things, not of God. You're in the midst of all that stuff. And so he's addressing this remnant in the midst of all this paganism in, in Turkey. And so I want to submit to you that, guys, when he is saying, don't let anyone judge you on these things, he's saying, don't let anyone judge you on keeping them. Don't let anyone judge you on keeping God's Sabbath, God's feast days, God's, um, God's instructions on what to eat, because all those things set you apart from the pagan nations. All those things have been given by God to make you look different. And so the world comes and tells you, why do you do these things? Why don't you do the, this, the things that we do it in, this, in our paganism, in our world? Why are you different? And so Paul is simply addressing them saying, don't let them judge you on being different. Don't let them judge you on following God's instructions. And so we need to understand furthermore that Paul himself in the same breath, Paul is keeping the festivals of God. In, in Acts 18 verse 21, but bade them farewell, Paul speaking, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that comes in Jerusalem, but I'll return to you if God's will. And he sailed from Ephesus. So we see that Paul sailed away from them and he says, I must by all means go to this feast. I must go. I must go and keep it because 
in it, I'm going to learn who my father is. I'm going to do it out of obedience because he's instructed me to do it. And so guys, it isn't this clear now that Paul here is, he's not telling them that don't anyone judge you for, for not keeping it. He's saying, don't let anyone judge you for keeping it because there, there's no Pharisees there. There's no one there who's, who's going to persecute them. There's no Jews there who's going to persecute them. There are peculiar people. The, the majority of the people are paganism. So guys, it's, it's, it's quite simple. So I hope this, this blesses you. I hope this just gives you greater understanding and just draws you closer to him. Man, like the, the God's instructions, you know, the psalmist says, Oh Lord, your law is perfect. Your law brings liberty. Your law blesses and God continues to continuously says and Yeshua continuously encouraged us to keep the instructions of God he's always been pointing to the instructions of his father he's not come to give us a new thing but point to that which the father has given us from the beginning he's come to live it out walk it out and show us how to walk it out and then he says now walk as I walk we also see Paul keeping the, the, the festivals and then we also read Paul saying imitate me as I imitate Christ so, guys, this is it's, it's, we're his disciples. We're the disciples of Yeshua. We walk as he walked. We keep his instructions, all of them. We don't pick and choose. And, and he blesses us for it. It's a, not a burden. It's such a blessing. Sukkot is coming up now. And it's, it's only like a few weeks away. And I'm so excited and so blessed because it's, we're going to just get together. We're going to camp with fellowship. And we're going we're gonna, to, it's, it, it's a rehearsal for the wedding supper of the Lamb. And this is why the Father says, you know, though there's times and seasons. And if you know the times and the seasons, you won't be shocked when he comes back because you'll be prepared. These are the appointed times the Father has given us to as prophetic pictures of the future and as well as learning us learning us about him right now as well as learning us about what has happened in the past. And so guys his word is so rich and instruction is so rich. I hope this blessed you. May God bless you and keep you. Have an amazing day and I'll see you guys in the next video.